Hello, friends. Welcome back to the More or Less with ANS podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Sarah. We're oh. your hosts. Um, just before we start this whole thing, I want to apologize to you guys because there's probably going to be a lot of noise and there's a lot of road work going on around our house. So, yeah. Just a preface. Yeah. So if you hear loud noises, we're not making them. But yeah, today we wanted to just answer some questions and kind of explain what it was like to have multiple mothers in a family, like growing up in a family with multiple mothers. Yeah. Amber's going to start. <laughs> okay. So, um, I wrote down a bunch of things, but I don't know if it's going to make sense. But, um, so basically the first thing I kind of wanted to address, like, with having multiple moms is, uh, there was, like, so many people always trying to boss you around. And you were technically supposed to obey all of them because you're supposed to treat yeah. all of them like they were your mother. And you always had to call them, like... Say if it was Mother Beth, then you would like have to say Mother in front of each mom's name, Mother, mother So and So. Yeah, and that kind of thing. Um, I I only had uh, six moms in my family, but Sarah on the other hand had seventy nine. Yeah, <laughs> she had a lot, but obviously I don't think like you. We didn't your live with them all, live all together at all once. The time that our entire family lived together, it was like over like one one thirty people, I think. The time that everybody lived together was right after the raid happened, and there was two moms that weren't there, and they were moms that hadn't been there for a while. I think they were living up in Canada, because they had been sent away or whatever, and they mostly were just sent away their entire, like, from then on, from that point on. Yeah. That's still an insane amount of moms to have, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, six felt like plenty, but, I mean, freaking 79 or however many is insane. <laughs> um... Uh, next thing I want to talk about is, like, having favorite moms, like we always had our favorite moms. Obviously, like, in our family, mom was, like, my mom was the least favorite mom, so they, I always tried to convince myself that one of the other moms was my favorite mom, but in reality, I obviously love my mom the most. Because her mom was, like, technically bad, according to, like, the standards or whatever. Yeah, and it's because she had, she knew how to speak up for herself lots of times. Um, but yeah. So, like, in father's family, then he started off liking the women who were just so submissive, would obey everything, and then he just kind of got bored, I guess you could say, and finally, like, the mothers that would, you know, kind of, like, talk back were a little bit sassy. He would be like, ooh, I like you, you know, I like the sass. And when I was, like, two years old, I used to strut down the hall and just, you know, I was sassy, I was a naughty kid, just when I was, like, two, and... One time, the mother that was my caretaker, like, wrote to him and, like, put it under his door because that's what we would do. We'd just, like, stick a note under his door and then he would invite us in or not. He'd just get to decide. But they were, like, telling him that I had been kind of bad and I had, like, said no to her face because that's what bad was. Like, I wasn't actually a bad kid. But it's just like, no. And so she t- went and told father and he was like, ah, yeah, that's why your kids are, no. <laughs> Okay, and then... Well, like, when I was two years old... No, when I was three years old, I had been under the care... Like, the caretaker that I had was not my my own mom. And she was also cared, like the caretaker of two other girls, so all three of us. And they, we were around the same age, of course. 
but I remember I did not know who my mom was. I asked her, I was like, hey, who, who's my mother? Like, who born to me is what I said. And her and my actual mom were standing right there and I could not like decide. And well, part of it is because she was like, the mother that wasn't my mother was like, we both are, we both born to you. And I'm like, uh, one top, one bottom. What? <laughs> like, how did that know. work? They always said stuff that didn't make sense. Yeah. Or, like, anything related to, you know, sexual stuff was considered, like, anything, like, underarm or, <laughs> like, yeah. your hair down. Which I understand that is part of some cultures, but just for us, it was, like, strange. I yeah. mean, not in the FLDS, it wasn't strange, it was normal. And being seen in your nightgown and stuff like and that. you had to have, like, your shoes on and stuff. Yeah, you had to have your shoes on all the time. You had to wear different socks in- outside than inside. When you came inside, like, I don't know if this is a thing everywhere, but at Zion, then you had to have, like, these ankle socks that you put over your socks when you came in the house because you can't wear shoes in the house. Yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of off the subject, but <laughs> continuing on how it was to have several mothers... Mm. <laughs> we have stuff written down, but we're just trying to figure out how to say it in order. Um, there was a big thing, like being separated from your own mother because the other mothers were supposed to be treated like your own mother. I don't know if that makes sense. Like because they were your caretaker, then you were supposed to obey them over your mother, which is yeah. I don't know. Basically, so what they would say if you did a lot of stuff with your own mom, they would say that you were like birthy, or that. Like, birthy? Yeah. I don't we, know they that. always said that in our family. Like, stop being birthy when mom would do stuff with her own kids. It's almost like they had something against her doing doing stuff with her own kids. So, I mean, technically she's not, like... She did raise me, but she didn't at all because um, my stepdad didn't allow her to. Yeah, in some way, that was kind of the case with me. Uh, father would send mother away. That sounds weird. Mom away. <laughs> for, like a year or you know just I would get to be with her for like a month and then he would send her away for another year or send us apart so he would send me away and not her or send her away not me you know just different things like that and by sent away I just mean like away from like the lands of refuge or just to different houses of hiding just where we weren't together it was mostly for a punishment so that's what we were at least personally that's what I was most scared of yeah and when your mom would walk in, you'd be like, who's that? I literally remember doing that at one of the houses of hiding. Because we heard someone new was coming, and they were, they walked in. I was like, who's that? And they're like, that's your mother. I was like, oh, hi. Didn't even know who she was. Didn't recognize her. Didn't know her personally because I hadn't been with her for so long. And I actually had, like, broken bones at that time. <laughs> so she was like, what? Yeah, she didn't know I had, like broken my leg again but that's fun no yeah that's the kind of stuff that happened um at our house too anytime I got injured or something they would always make me hide it from my own mom which Mm -hmm. is so weird like they just I don't even know how to explain it so strange um the other thing I want to talk about is like in both of our families then like the caretaker or your dad had their favorite wives Mm-hmm. And they always treated those wives and their kids way better than the majority of the family. And they also had their, like, their least favorites and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Like, going back on what I said, like, he liked the more sassier ones, eventually. Um, 
but some of them, some of the submissive ones, he just kind of kept with, you know, because they would do whatever he said. And even if it was literally impossible, like for mom, she was the caretaker of like five girls and they were like from the time they were five years old. So that's crazy. And then he would have her, like he'd be like, I need you to stay up and pray by my bedroom door because he was like having a heavenly session or whatever. <laughs> Um, we might have her come on and talk about that. I'm not sure. But it was just really creepy thing that he did with the wives. And they were, like, naked and stuff. But, yeah, he would just claim that, like, the Lord was making him go through suffering because of what the people had done. The people had done bad stuff. Anyways, he would have her stay up till, like, 4 a.m. And we were supposed to get up at 5. And he said, I want to have you up on time you know he would like force her basically to be up by five and sometimes this would happen like for a week and she would basically just be dead because she had almost an hour of sleep so yeah, yeah. just like straight exhaustion yeah and sometimes it was honestly to me it literally sounds like he was just trying to play a game yeah like mind fuckery kind of game yeah i don't know since i messed up but that was kind of favoritism like um, there was scribes, we called them, and they were basically the people who just got to go to lots of visits, who wrote down all the, um, messages and revelations that he would give. Like, so there were scribes even before he was put in prison, and he, like, their children got punished way less than the people that weren't scribes, or the people, the mothers who weren't their favorites. Like, mom, for instance, after she had me and Wendell, she kind of just became not a favorite anymore. And, I'm sorry, I'm just, like, talking so much. <laughs> but, for instance, my older brother, like, scratched a little baby's eyes because they're shiny. And baby wants, babies like shiny things. And so, he, you know, he wanted to get at them, so he scratched their face. And mom kind of just, like, spanked his hand, you know, not hard, just, like, soft. And be like, don't do that. Because it hurts the baby. Because the baby started screaming. And then when she did that to someone else. Someone else's baby. Because they tried to scratch Wendell's eyes out. And they were like full on bloody through the eyes. And everything. Because their mom and father would not stop it. So mom went to stop it. And father went crazy. He was just like. Don't do that. Like don't correct them like that. Like they're just a baby. Or one of the kids would do something really bad. And it would be. A favorite so he would have them come sit by him at lunch which was a big thing like a blessing and everything and so basically it just rewarded that behavior and made them worse than they already were but for mom it only took like one time showing Wendell my older brother how to not scratch kids kids eyes out <laughs> and he didn't ever do it again and it wasn't harsh it was just a little punishment well, all the other kids, Wendell had scratches for so long because of that. Because they would not be punished. And father would just be like, no, 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 no. Don't punish them. Insane. <laughs> it's just all the favoritism, the hierarchy in the family was, like, really unfair sometimes. So, for instance, um, something that... A couple of us girls did, but probably you guys won't think is very bad, so I'm not really just going to say it because I would have to explain it. Um, it was blamed on me. And when I was honestly just the one that was in the room watching it, 
And when mom reported it, because she's an honest mom, and she was going to say that, you know, she told father that I had something to do with it, because, you know, I didn't stop it. And all the other mothers just came and got so mad at her for reporting it. Like, oh, my daughter would never do that. You know, and it's honestly pretty simple, but when all the mothers are supposed to work together, you're never supposed to question the mothers. That's when it gets so confusing. Yeah, they all just, like, hound on each other to get brownie points or whatever. Yeah, no, seriously. They would report stuff. And they all have leverage because they were, like, the scribes or whatever. Yeah, they would report other mothers' kids just to get, like, brownie points with father. And then they would get to go to the special place or whatever because they were honest. Like, air quotes, honest. so stupid. Yeah, and they honestly make it the biggest BS to try to be cool or, yeah. (laughs) Nah, go to hell. Yeah, you're done. Um, so, I mean, tying into Sarah's, uh, convo, whatever, I don't know what it's, uh, so, my stepdad was the same way, like, with, you know, favorite kids. It was literally so annoying, and it was so obvious. Um, so, obviously, I mean, I don't know if I said this before, but my mom was literally the least favorite mom in our family. Everyone hated her. Everyone was always out to get her. Like, I don't know why they thought it was a punishment to not let her do her own kid's hair. Like, they were like, no, like, you need to have one of the big girls do it today. Like, your mom's not going to do your hair today. And it was like that with so many things. And... Like, I was always moved into a different mom's bedroom. Like, I never slept with my own mom. I don't even remember if I ever did in my whole life. Um, I And my younger sister, like, from my same dad, she was treated horribly. And I mean, absolutely horribly. Um, if anybody from the FLDS or my stepdad's family is listening, I'm not telling a lie. I'm telling the honest truth. Here goes. We've never, ever relied on here, and we wouldn't, because what gain would we get Yeah, exactly. Like, and we love you guys. <laughs> well, most of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but I'm going to just say what my stepdad did. Um, so, my younger sister, like, uh, she was, everyone thought that she was, like, troubled or something. Um, in reality, she just didn't get love, and nobody wanted to pay attention to her and stuff. Like, so she would be sitting in the high chair, like, trying to eat her food. And she would sit there for hours because nobody, she was basically neglected. And she would scoot her high, ch- high chair, like, forward and stuff. And, like, she would just be like, uh, uh like, and move, mm-hmm. move it back and forth. And my stepdad would come in, he would get so upset. And he would literally grab her face and, like, shove food in her face. Like, she's two. She's younger than two at this point. And as she got older, they they treated her even worse. Like, literally, we made a homemade tether for her. Tied her to the stairs and she would walk around yeah they made she would walk around the stairs in circles until she was so tired and she would just zonk out on the stairs like literally horrible and then the next thing that they did to her this is all because she's like the least favorite child or Or whatever child of the least favorite yeah and it's insane and mom said she felt so helpless but the other thing that they did was uh when she would go to sleep she was literally left in a room like by herself all the time and so she would climb out of her crib and open like the dresser drawers and sometimes the dresser would fall over because if you leave a child with like she's two for god's sake yeah literally um so my mom was telling me the story the saying like she pulled over a dresser one time because she was like ratcheting through the drawers and pulled up open all the drawers and it was during class and so my stepdad literally jumped up in the middle of the class because um, she was the only one in bed, so he knew. 
and he went in there and literally just grabbed her and like shook her and was like super upset and mom was like so upset that she didn't know what to say and he was like telling her go back into class right now and she was like what the frick I will not like why did you just treat my child like that and so so on like so many horrible things and he also I mean he the first kids he spanked was me and her like he just hated us that much you know and I'm filling with rage just talking about this right now but honestly <gasps> I'm, I'm feeling it I'm like <laughs> but yeah so this was not any none of this was a lie so don't come for me but. yeah it's kind of like tying into that was when I was I don't know if I've even told this on here before I probably have but I'm gonna just tell it again um when I was two years old then again I was on with that certain mother that I thought was my own mother because I didn't know who my real mother was for a little while and mom said that when so we would go with our own mother every day at 3 p.m for an hour if there if our mother was there if she wasn't, then, you know, we wouldn't. We would just stay with our caretaker. But uh, mom said that she was taking me and she was going to ba- bathe me. And I had, like, bruises all over my butt because I had been spanked so hard. And it was, like, with a hand and a metal hanger. So it was just, like, black and blue everywhere. I didn't know this because mom would never tell me when I was in there because I would probably not like that mother <laughs> and there wasn't supposed to be like controversy between the mothers and yeah we're supposed to forgive and forget yeah but just uh, stuff like that when you get pushed out of a tree because you're not one of the favorite kids or yeah i feel like me so... and amber or amber and i kind of do relate in the fact that we were so not the favorite kids yeah um, literally um when i like oh sorry no, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> when I was six, I would pray so much for, like, Father to ask me to come see him. Because I believe that was the way I got to go see him. Um, Because I was, like, the one of three kids that never got to go see him. Out of 58. So, I remember crying in the bathroom when I was six years old. And, like, my knees literally had, like, the bone... It kind of is still, but it was, like, a millimeter or less, like, half a millimeter away from poking out of the skin, just because I knelt down so freaking much. But, yeah, I, like, even now, I still have, like, bumps from that. Yeah. So, that's cool. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Not to mention the freaking hourly prayers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Insane, but, um... Or, like, when he would, um, give crazy messages about how all these people were gonna die and their heads were gonna I don't know just like one of the messages is they were all gonna die from like explosive migraines or something and you were like uh, stuff like he would make up a really bad cancer and I would just go cry in the bathroom because imagining that like all these people dying at like really young age yeah it's like really hard <laughs> and basically uh his reasoning behind that a lot of times would be because they were not worthy and you're like Huh? Yeah, or because the people, like us, had done something bad that he didn't like. So we had to, like, the people had to suffer, or he had to suffer, for our wrongdoings. And whenever there was a rainstorm, this kind of off, tra- off topic, then he would always say, this is because you guys have sinned greatly and the Lord is showing you his wrath. <laughs> yeah, showing you his wrath and how you may possibly be destroyed. So we would, like, freak out whenever there was a rainstorm. But, you know, in Texas, there's tornadoes and everything, so. 
I mean, we must he have been used really that bad. as advantage. She was like, Ooh. really bad. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I can like treat the people worse. Because, Yay. like, this is what weather does. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, <laughs> these guys got insane revelations. We got, like, revelations like that, but, like, obviously not quite as insane. Now, the thing is, is Lyle would make up stuff that Father never said for these yeah. guys that we never would hear. We heard about, um, like, all these diseases hit in the West Coast and, like, um, cancer. And, like, the reason for oh, cancer yeah. was because people were uh, being dishonest and, you know, towards the Lord and all the shit, like so stupid and i always thought that i was gonna get cancer because basically if you get cancer in the flds it is a curse like um literally so father basically let two of his wives die because of cancer yeah like he would not allow them to go to the hospital so technically you could call him a murderer yeah i'm I'm sure like if somebody was depressed charges against that they could get something on yeah him. like one of the but mothers do any good the, i don't yeah my first memory was with the first mother that died with cancer but the second one I remember when she died, but it was, like, when I was 14, I think, and she was laying in bed, and her spine was just being dissolved, and so she could not physically move, and whenever she needed to go to the bathroom or something, then she would just be screaming, because it's not like they can have a catheter or anything, because they're, like, literally cannot move. Yeah. They, so she'd just they be screaming. Medical, like, outside medical help or anything. Yeah. So, like, those discs in her back were just going away, like, dissolving, and everything was in pain. So, literally, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you try having this pain. That's literally, like, murder. Yeah. Not allowing someone to get help when you clearly, clearly have the means to do it. Well, kind of. (laughs) Didn't he, like, say horrible things about them, like, the the reasoning? She said the reason, well, he said the reason that she, that mother had cancer was because she has been, like, bad like in some way yeah so that was her punishment from the lord or from god was cancer and so basically because she had done something bad she didn't get to go to the hospital my god but yeah like death was one of the biggest things we feared oh yeah definitely um because we couldn't we didn't have help we couldn't go to hospitals so like when i would break my ankle or something or get really sick then you would just freak out be like oh my gosh what did i do you know I gotta figure out a way to, like... Yeah. Convince God to heal this. <laughs> Anything bad that happened, like, you know, physically... Uh, I always thought it was because, like, God was watching and I had done something wrong. Like, and then he, like, told the prophet and then the prophet, like, gave me the curse or something. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Kind of like around the time when I got my chronic migraines, I would get them every day at 3 p.m. Just because, like, they're hormonal. hormonal. So when I, around the time I was getting my period... Oh, this is not too much TM and I it's not (laughs) (laughs) but around the time I was getting my period like when I was 11 then I would get them actually I started getting them at 10 and I would get them every single day just like someone was actually drilling into my head and we couldn't take pain meds so that was that was so fun I just don't like remembering that and mom would just sit there for like hours just rubbing my temples and I would just sit there crying (laughs) Dude, honestly, that kind of stuff happened while my mom was away, too. Because um, she got sent away in 2012 when I was nine. Um, but I would get, like, super bad, bad migraines and, like, headaches and stuff. And I also had... Well, that was later, but I had really bad, like, periods and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I would literally just sit in my bed in, like, agonizing pain. And people would be like, oh, you're faking it. You're faking it. I was like, Everything was you're faking it. I am not faking it. Like, if I was faking it, I would feel better. <laughs> 
Exactly. Like, it, oh, it just made me so mad because everyone didn't like me because of my mom. And, you know, my mom was naughty and she'd so been sent away. You got treated worse with, when you had, like, stuff that made you feel bad. Like, yeah. Stuff that made you look like a bad person, but, like, literally you can't help it. I remember, like, some of the mothers who had migraines were looked down upon. Like, what the frick is that? Yeah. You were always looked down on when you were sick. Like, some of the big girls would get sick, and they wouldn't be able to come to class, and everyone's like, oh, they're just faking it. Like, they just want attention. Like, no, they don't. You, We can't take pain meds. We can't take medicine. Yeah, like, what do you expect? I gotta lay here in bed to not actually be torn in half, so. Exactly. Like, oh, kind of the same sad. thing with that. One mother, you know who you are if you're listening. I do not like you. But (laughs) (laughs) she made me read. And if you guys know, like, aura migraines, if you stay, at least for me, if I stay in the light too long or look or read, literally, reading specifically does it for me. I will go incoherent. I can't, like, talk to you. I can't understand you. Like, I just have to lay there and, like, wait for it to pass. And it happens. It's, like, three days long, at least. So, I was crying because I had a migraine. And also, you know, crying makes headaches worse. Yeah. And she was like, no, you need to read the Book of Mormon to me. Like, that Book of Mormon, if you don't know what it is, it's just a priest book that we had to read a lot of every day. And she was like, you've got to read the Book of Mormon to me while I do my hair. And... So I was, like, crying. I was sitting in the chair, and I was like, can I at least turn the lights off so I just have the lamp or something? And she's like, no. You know, you have to have the lights on because some... So disrespectful to not... Yeah, something was disrespectful. And so I turned around in the chair so the light wouldn't shine right on me, and she got so mad. So, yeah, I, like, turned back around, kept reading, and I remember running down the stairs, and she was, like, running after me, like, Sarah, where are you going? And I couldn't understand, and I could hardly... Like, my brain couldn't send the, not- like, what is it called? The notification to my legs. <laughs> the signal. <laughs> yeah. To, like, walk. So I kept stumbling and stuff. And I couldn't see because all my vision was gone, basically. And so I think that was, like, the worst migraine I've had so far. Was because she wouldn't let me do anything. She wouldn't let you sit there and yeah. let it pass. She was just like, nah, you have to. And that's, like, like the same mother that would never let me go out of her sight. So when... The mother that had migraines a lot, she she became my caretaker after that mother. It was like a breath of fresh air. She was like, do you need your own room? I was like, what? I can have my own room? Hell nah. Like, people are going to come rape me. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> that was literally uh, one of my biggest fears. Or like, I'm going to do something immoral in my sleep. Okay, yeah. you, you're talking now. No, literally. <laughs> um, I can't remember. I thought I was going to say something about like, uh, my other moms being mean to me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they like to give us, like, bare butt spankings. Oh, yeah. Ew. That was so freaking creepy to me. And, no, they gave them to my younger sister, too. Um, With a hanger. Yeah. Or she would be, I would be sitting outside of her room because I lived in um, a room with my younger sister and then, like, two of the older-ish moms. And she would literally be in there spanking her bare butt and I would just sit there and be outside the door crying because I didn't know what to do. And you can hear him screaming. Yeah, and, and it was literally so dramatic mm-hmm. just saying that um and also like this the same mom i still hate her guts I mean, even though she's left i still yeah. do not appreciate her <laughs> um after my mom got sent away uh so if you're listening we don't like you either we don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh just putting this out there we don't like you <laughs> yeah just generally we all hate you um she literally 
one time I like I was very picky about my hair and she was like got so mad and she like grabbed me by the back of my neck and dragged me down the stairs and she's like we are going for a walk and then or like, like aggressively brush your hair so very yeah, like from the top when it's really just so rough and I'm like what is the reason like could you not be gentle can you not be nurturing be like I'm sorry like I'll give you some mothering like yeah or understand that, that your mom don't is have gone. her own like, mom yeah I literally just felt so helpless and alone and they were just like so mean for nothing i hated it anyway like one of the other times this is not like abuse or anything but it just shot it was like shocking mostly because people really didn't show their emotions like this certain way i guess but um one of the mothers was like putting ranch on their salad mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this story yeah and me and one of my younger sisters were standing there and we were like asking her if we could like or maybe it wasn't ranch. Maybe it was, like, a dough. Oh, I think it was, like, cracker dough. Like, what you would put in ranch bottles. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's how we did it. And, like, put a little round crackers on a plate or on a tray and then cook them. Anyway, she was doing that, and we were, like, picking in the crackers or asking her if we could have some. I don't remember. And she got so mad for, like, no reason. <laughs> and she just turned to us and just the entire bottle of cracker dough all, all over us. So I went running to mom. <laughs> because mom was there. Yeah. I was like, uh, why did she do this? And she was like, let me go talk to her. <laughs> but yeah, apparently she just wasn't feeling good. It wasn't her day. So I was like, you know what? I'm just, it's okay. She's never been mean to me. So. Yeah. Before that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? There was a lot of, like, the older girls were also considered, like, caretaker, caretaker moms. Like, once a lot of moms had been sent away, then, uh, kids were just put under their care like I was put under the care of this random mom that had two kids and they didn't like me and they would freaking throw uh water bottles and like you know like the what are they pecans they really throw pecans at me because they didn't like me that much I'm sorry, and I was supposed to move no it is funny I was supposed to move in her room and I was literally I was so upset I was like I will not move in your room and like she's like yes you will you're going to get your stuff right now and then literally because this was like in the two week span before my mom came and got me <laughs> and then my mom came and got me and I was like no you won't no I was like no I won't and she was like Amber <laughs> I was such a little brat <laughs> I mean I had every reason to be so yeah but everyone knew me for having a temper <laughs> so stories so many stories let me see I'm just gonna tell this other one um okay. my the you know the mom that I was saying that I didn't like she also like, once my mom went away, it was, like, basically free pass to be mean to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she, like, made me go sit in her room. And, like, she would just, she, like, locked me in there. Like, no one's going to stop them. Yeah, like, there's no one to stop them from being mean. So, she, like, locked me in a room. And it was so dark outside because it was, like, a basement room. And she was, like, you're just going to sit in there and think about it. I was, like, think about what? And I don't remember what, like, maybe I had said something to one of the other moms or something. But, I don't know. Weird. It was probably one of those things, like, when I was locked in there for a week. Like, yeah. what did I do? You know, seriously, explain to it's me. Just, and she was like, no, you'll know. Like, if you pray I, to God about it, you will know because he will, like, tell you. Like, what? Is he supposed to come in a vision and, like, tell me? Yeah, like, how are you supposed to know? Yeah. That always made me so upset when they would say that. When they would be like, you know. You know damn well what I'm talking about. You know. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You mother... <laughs> yeah, if you're going to punish me, let me know why. Yeah, give me a reason because exactly. it's, like, unfair. Yeah. But anyway, I'll keep talking. There's the tea. 
I've literally said everything I'm probably going to say in this episode. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably better not get me started down another path. Okay. Because um, time is, like, kind of up. It is. Oh. Like, we have another one. <laughs> oh, I was going to say this other thing. Um, also, with having multiple moms, there was fighting. Like, oh, yeah. Like, my mom and, one of, like, the mom that I was talking about did not get along. And so they would be, like, bickering at the end of the hallway, and I would be, like, standing around the corner, like, uh, you But you're good? not supposed to question the mothers, because, like, they're the, um, handmaidens of God, is what Father so, called them. Yes. Yeah. Or, like, usually, when the mothers lived together in just, like, an all-mother's home, like, house of hiding, mm-hmm. then there was actually, like, fist fights and stuff. And the way people would fight... Um, some of the mothers would go try to start forest fires, for instance. Or, you know, really big things would actually get you put in jail. And, like, some scary freaking things. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really just want to say all of them. But another thing they would do is just, like, blatantly, openly just, like, steal their stuff and then fight over it. Like, no, that's actually mine. Or just lie to each other. I mean, it's honestly kind of expected when a man has 80 wives. <laughs> yeah, literally, what do you expect? Like, girl drama. Yeah, especially with people... Like, he married different girls that hated each other their entire lives. So what does he expect? Us to all get along and keep sweet no matter what? No. You have a different thing coming for you, dude. <laughs> well, but yeah. Um, do we want to answer any questions? Well, maybe oh. we'll do it next episode. Hold on, let me get my... <laughs> um... I can say. <laughs> I ran out of things to say, but I think there was something else I wanted to write that I wrote down on here. You cash up to me six dollars. I did. Um. Oh, that was. I mean, it was kind of off Sarah's thing, but like we always had to support whatever the moms, uh, whatever the moms gave the kids, like the like whatever punishment they gave. We were just like. Yeah. Oh, well, that must have been the right thing. Um, so super stupid. <laughs> so super stupid. All right. Uh, wow, uh, these are long. So one of the questions was, what would happen if a man or a man was gay or a woman was lesbian? Like, would they be kicked out? Uh, for me, personally, I didn't know that existed. So I don't think... And if they were, nobody ever talked about it because, yeah. I don't know. Like, literally, I know nothing about the LGBT community until I came out. And so, that that was definitely something different to learn about. Like, I didn't know anything. Yeah. Same. I didn't know it was a thing. So, I hope that answers that one. Another one was, were vacations a thing? No. Vacations no, were absolutely not, not. Work all the time. Pray all the time. Stay inside your gate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't be seen by Gentiles. You'll be killed. Yeah. I hope that answers that. <laughs> <laughs> um... My laugh is weird. Hold on. What are the guys like? The younger guys? Teenagers, I guess. Were they mean or nice? They were mean as hell. It honestly depended on whose kids they were. Yeah. But, like, my brother, he was never mean to me. The only time he was ever mean to me that I can personally remember. Like, he never called me names or anything. The only time he was mean to me is in the raid when he wouldn't give me a red train. But that was a toy, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, That was bad. I, I kind of lived with teenage boys, but... Uh, they lived in, like, a separate wing of the house, and you weren't supposed to talk to them. But the ones that I lived with were, were pretty nice. 
um, but only as I was, like, older, when I got to be, like, 11, 12, and they started being a little bit nicer to me. Yeah. Okay, another question is, um, what were they taught if you guys never knew anything about sex until marriage? How did they know it was their right to have sex? I honestly think the boys were taught a lot more than the girls, because the girls were looked at as, like, these innocent little things that were supposed to be submissive. Yeah. They were um, gonna so be grown up guys, and what? <laughs> no, guys got to get out. Like, they went and worked on crews and stuff, so I kind of think they heard about stuff through the vine. But, like, I don't yeah, think but... they were ever told straight up about, like, how sex yeah. worked. Yeah. And Ooh. I do know there was a lot of super chef stuff that sometimes did go on. Yeah. In the FLDS. Like, among the guys. I don't know. Just I'm... my brother has told some stories. And... Yeah. I'm guessing they got their, like, you know, air quote, rights, you know, to have sex with a woman from like like the sermons and stuff because it was always like uh women's women be submissive to your husband like i'm guessing maybe they got like <laughs> the vibe that they were supposed to be dominant or something i have yeah. no idea it was always like the man well like the priesthood holder too. yeah or like you can only go to heaven if you're married to a man with multiple wives or stuff like that yeah and plus the guys got priesthood like when they were 12 years old and started going on missionary like missionary people in the community so, I don't know. So, she said, was there any good men in in the community, or did the majority of them abuse women? Well, it kind of depends. Uh, there were some that had, like, for instance, men that were married to girls that were, like, their own age, that were just, like, one wife, you know, and that had a couple of kids. Usually, they were, like, really cute families, you know? Yeah. They got along really well. And sometimes, they knew each other before marriage, not always. A yeah. lot of them got married at, like, 18, and the girls, like, 16 or something. There was some, like, good men that, like, never treated their women like that. And you could tell. Like, yeah. You could tell that they genuinely loved them. Yeah. But mostly, those guys, like, you stopped, like, it stopped, what is the word? <laughs> you stopped having a say in who you married after, like, grandfather died, like, Ruel and Jeff's, kind of. Yeah. More, like, more that way. It was a little bit before he died. But, like, in The Prophet before Ruth and Jeff's, Leroy Johnson, uh, you could, like, find a girl and then go ask for his blessing to be Didn't married. I mean, he was always going to say yes, but you yeah. could ask. Like, for instance, father's first wife, Annette, that's how they did that. And I think with his second wife, Barbara. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. Because, like, they were already friends and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm still looking at the question. <laughs> Long moment. Crickets. Um, how does it affect you whenever you run into or talk to loved ones who are still in the FLDS? Um, <laughs> I go all shy. I kind of like close off into my used to be self. Um, sometimes, like, the other year, <laughs> like, a couple months ago, then I saw one of the mothers that kind of abused me, and I was, I was so determined to not back down, not just go all shy like I do every single time I see FLDS, and so I just went up to her, I was like, hi, went to give her a full hug, and she just, like, turned, like, turned into me and, like, just kind of, like, patted my back a little bit, I was like, well, I never liked you either, <laughs> No, literally, they're so cold, but... Yeah, and she's, like, the one that was... 
uh, she'll probably know who she is if she listens to this, but she was like, why are you blinking like that? Like, you blink weird. And I was like, I do. Like, is something wrong with my eyes? <laughs> and, oh my gosh. I was like, you didn't mop this inch of hardwood floor, so you need to do it all over again. Or the dishes weren't washed in the right order, so redo them. No, no, I'm not going to do that. It already <laughs> takes five hours to do the dishes with 130 people in your family. Yeah, no, you're done. Um, That's kind of the same thing. Like, I always just go into a shell of myself when I see them. And I always, like, think that I have to please them. Like, the same stupid mindset comes back. I'm like, it really doesn't matter what they, what they think. Yeah. Literally, it doesn't matter. Um... Someone asked me to answer this question, and they said one question that I wanted to ask was if you hold any anger at the government for their gross mistreatment of you, like in the raid, like for taking us away from our mothers, well, me away from my mom, and stuff like that. I don't exactly have anger towards the government because... For the most part, it was just a misunderstanding. I mostly have anger towards that Sarah Jessica Barlow version because she just kind of messed up our lives. Like, yes, they did find evidence and everything, as I've said multiple times. Like, that is a good thing. Like, the only good thing that came out of it, but it was so freaking traumatic. But one thing that I'm not exactly happy of is they charged us $7 million. Like, you come into our property and charge us $7 million for food. Wow. Bro, nah. It costs the state of Texas $14.1 million. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is pretty much all of it. Oh, another question that people ask. Actually, we're going to answer that in a different episode. Because that's what next episode yeah. is about. We will um answer more questions, but this is like the end of this episode. Yeah. And make sure to check our social medias out. And go follow the podcast Instagram, which is literally just more or less A and S, like all together, all lower cap. Yeah. And um, if you uh, ask your questions on there, it's like easier for us to find them instead of our main Instagram. Yeah, just DM them. Yeah, DM the podcast Instagram. Yup. And that should be it for the rest of this bloody. You guys have a good day or a good night, and we will see you in the next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Kisses.